All right, welcome back to another episode of Epic Meta Podcast. George, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? Good, good. Good. Actually, wake up early for the show today, <laughs> or <laughs> earlier than normal. So I'm actually it's on my second cup of coffee, and you know, did some uh, pre work, I suppose. But uh, topic for today is actually really, really, you know, appropriate for our podcast. It's very meta. Uh, we're uh, going to talk about podcasts, uh, things that we like about it, and a little bit about the medium itself, I suppose. Um, uh, why don't we start with you? When do you, you know, when do you start listening to podcasts? Uh, that's a good question. Um, it's it's been a few years now. I I don't mm. remember exactly when I first started listening to them. But I took to them pretty quickly because, uh, for one thing, I I have two jobs, and a lot of the tasks assigned or associated with those jobs are somewhat mindless. So it's nice to have something on in the background mm. to uh, you know keep my mind occupied. Um. So and I also. Uh, try and do ten thousand steps every day, so it's nice to have something ah. something to listen to while I'm doing that. And I even listen to them when I go running too. So, mm. yeah, I do that sometimes. But since I put all physical exercise uh, to uh, to a pause since <laughs> like a year or two now, uh, and also when I when I do well, way back, you know, geez, when I do exercise, typically like to music. Uh, instead of podcasts, I, occasionally I do audiobooks and podcasts, but typically it's music because I um I need the um, momentum or energy level. I feel that it affects me differently, but that's cool. Do you remember your uh, first podcast that you kind of listened to more than the other ones? I think like your first. Yeah, I think the first podcast I listened to was uh, Mike Mike Duncan's uh, History of Rome. Mm. So there were, I don't know how many episodes there are. He finished. Mm-hmm. He, he finished several years ago. Mm. Uh, and then he inspired other people to take on other similar projects. Um, so I'm currently listening mm. to the history of Byz- Byzantium, which um, sort of takes off right where the history of Rome ends. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was probably the first podcast that i really got into interesting did you come across that as you were listening to you know another radio show or came across like a youtube video to talk about that podcast do you remember how you figure it out um i've always been a a roman history buff that's just a topic i'm very interested in Mm. Uh, so i think i was I, i don't remember exactly how i found it but i i might have been researching something about Roman history and, you know, on the internet, we call it research. I'm just you know, doing a Google search, but, uh, uh, you know, that probably, it probably came to my attention through that, but I don't specifically recall. Yeah. I think mine was uh, my, my, uh, I guess, uh, you know, signing on with podcasting was about the same, same time frame, maybe a few years ago. I remember, reading Freakonomics book. I don't know if you ever uh, read that book before. I haven't uh, but read it, it, but I've definitely heard of it. Yeah, you. I think it's right up your alley. Um, so I really liked it. And then, you know, didn't didn't even know for a while later, there's all these podcasts I didn't really care about. And it's just like, what is this? You know, for my first impression is like, why? What is this? I don't get it. Um, I think uh, in, in a sort of way, you kind of latched on to radio show i think that's the closest medium to it uh way back when there was you know radio show people tune in at a certain time to listen to a certain radio show that they like mm-hmm. uh i would i would compare that's the you know very similar uh you know if all media were families podcasts and radio shows are very closely uh, related or aligned to each other and so i came across the idea of podcasts i think you know, just the normal internet, people always reference or uh, try to, uh, you know, commercialize or share or advertise their podcast and then figure out that the author of Freakonomics had a podcast. So 
instantly started listening to it, and that's that's in my go-to uh, for most of the time. Now that said, I consume you know movies and TV shows much more, uh, so the podcast more like when I'm stuck driving somewhere, let's say for an hour or on a longer trip, um, and then listening to music is you know kind of bore me out. I would I would switch to podcast because to me. At least for me, the podcast I listen to requires a lot of um, energy and attention. Mm-hmm. And so driving is something that I can do that um, is kind of automatic. Uh, but as far as like for work and stuff like that, uh, unfortunately, I really can't because I have to be kind of focused on my work. <laughs> and uh, if I listen to podcasts, you know, it's, I have to keep rewinding it because I, I would uh, lose track and not understand what the podcast was talking about. Yeah, if I'm working yeah. on something that requires attention, I I can't. I either need to put on a podcast that's about you know a light topic, mm. you know that I don't doesn't re- require me to you know pay close attention, or I could put on music or or nothing at all, you know, depending on what mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So. Yeah. So what? So yeah, what Mike, is, uh, Mike Duncan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what is Freakonomics about? What is what is that podcast about? So Freakonomics is the same line of the book, which is, I would say, it's about economics, but more encompassing, right? So the both the both of the authors, um, I think it's just one now, maybe, but both of the authors were economics professor, and so they wrote the book, and in their research what they did was take economics, but expand it to uh, psychology and of course, uh, sociology as well. And they noticed certain trends and patterns that explain certain things. Uh, it's really hard to summarize it because I'm not, I'm not an economics major. I'm not even a psych major or so, sociology major. And so what it does, it explains things that happen in our society using economics and linking certain things. And so it's uh, it's very at the time I I thought it was revolutionary like everybody you know this needs to be taught um, and so later on now what the podcast does is you know every episode is a different topic maybe sometimes they even rewind an episode and they have like um, a second version but typically it is about economics theory and policy how it impacts us and then uh, you know they have a lot of interviews they talk to other because they're PhDs and famous authors, they have a lot of access to different people. Mm-hmm. And so they interview and of course talk about, um, share the research that these people find out. And so it's very, um, you know, very educational for me because I, this is not my, you know, focus or studies. And uh, a lot of time I get burned out by statistics. Like <laughs> that's my, <laughs> that's my kryptonite. Uh, statistic and math, it's just like, uh, it just, no, I, I don't function well. Uh, and so they do a lot of that background research on the podcast and in the book um, to kind of, um, you know, further our understand of why certain things take place. So, for example, um, the last episode, they talk about economic welfare and jobs, uh, talk about policy in our current uh, system. And then, you know, uh, concepts like universal basic income. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, they're on episode four and twenty or something like that. So it's a lot of uh, they've been do- doing it for a while. Is it a weekly uh, podcast? So. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, don't know. Don't I don't listen to it like uh, all the time. So what I do is basically, you know, laundry or something like that. I'll um, I'll just turn it on, see what episode that. I miss or usually there's like a gap of like, you know, the last time I listened to will be like five new episodes. So I don't know their timeline, but I do know I don't listen to it like every week like other I assume other listeners do. So uh, I, I assume it's very constant. Is there a weekly or biweekly? Uh, they they have a, a show out. And it's all about the economy uh, and human behavior, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't go into like, you know, like our podcast, like they don't go, to, <laughs> they don't talk about like, you know, no, it's mostly about uh, science, economics and human behavior all tied together and how we, you know, 
certain policy is not effective and certain things affect certain uh, certain um, human behavior. So yeah, it's all around around that uh, try try area. But yeah, pretty interesting. So yeah, the uh, the impression I get is that having never listened to it or read the book, <laughs> the the impression I get, I guess, based solely on the title, is that. Um, there's standard economic theory and their point is that there's other factors at, at play that, that standard economic theory doesn't really uh, pay attention to. Correct. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, the book is an easy read, um, if you, if you pick it up, you can't put it, it's like for me, when I picked it up, I couldn't put it down. Uh, I had to keep reading it until I was done with it and I wanted more. And so what they do is they tap into other parts of our society and notice certain patterns. So, for example, I don't know if you like read this article or heard about it. It's about I think it was the 90s. NYPD started doing a thing where they just start painting over graf graffitis. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, hmm. and they noticed that when you start painting over graffitis instead of letting it go, um, certain other crime related trends also diminish. And so the, the smallest thing have the biggest impact instead of, instead of like, you know, trying to catch criminals or do other things. Uh, of course you still do need to do that, but they notice certain trends and patterns like, like that, for example. Uh, mm -hmm. and then there's other examples in the book that you would think the two things never related, but by doing, uh, you know, push one button, the system spit out different results on the other end. Uh, through our social stuff and not just just you know crime economics all it's all interconnected and that's what they do they expand on just you know economics trying to be you know supply and demand and commerce being the resolution for everything um they also extrapolate from that and um you know bring forth uh research that people do that you might not be aware about stuff like that pretty uh, I don't know. For me, it's pretty interesting. So, and uh, somehow they always have new topics they talk about, and that's that's pretty cool to me too. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah. So, other than Mike Duncan, what I, I took it, Mike Mike Duncan's um, is I guess a podcast or a radio show that ends. Would that be fair to say? Well, he he his podcast was on the history of Rome. So he started out, um, you know, with the founding of Rome in uh, the era when there were kings and now and he went yeah. all the way to the the fall of the western empire in 476 now does he interview other people or why would anyone listen to it like i guess what's your pitch um you know other than him just literally <laughs> telling you the history of rome yeah is it more um you know multiple multiple researchers or anything like that any interviews there might be some interviews. I don't remember because um, it's been a few years. But uh, basically, yeah, it would. It was. It's like taking a history course, you know, where like one class they, you know, discusses a, a period, and then the next class dis chronologically discusses the next period. Um, mm. He had a kind of a unique delivery too, which was, um, I, I guess, lent. Uh, something to the podcast it gave it more personality than than i mm. guess the the subject matter might might appear i i don't know i i mean first i i am interested in roman history so for me it was great to i i, lo I can right. love hearing i love hearing that history but told he... over and over again um and he went into considerable detail so yeah Right, gotcha. So, do, would he like you know? Is it like lecture format, or did he just literally read you read you a book? Um, you know, like today's topic is like he was teaching a fake class, you know, with no audience. Was that kind of like the format? It was kind of like a lecture, but he had sort of a casual mm. style, so it wasn't. Mm. It didn't sound like like a professor talking mm. to you. It just sounded like a kind of sort of sarcastic guy kind of <laughs> talking about the, gotcha. the history of Rome and I don't know it worked it, I'm not sure yeah did he have a co-host no because I imagine it, it was wow it was just him interesting yeah huh 
Maybe I'll give a shot one of these days when I'm uh, when I'm uh, you know super bored or something. Typically, I just look for a movie or or TV show, but uh, I'll, I'll take a look into that. So, what uh, what other podcast um, uh, that you really like? Okay, well, when that podcast ended, he he ended with the fall of the Western Empire. But um, if if you know anything about Roman history, there was a the Eastern. Uh, Roman Empire survived until the year uh, 1453, so that another thousand years of history, and that's typically referred to as the the Byzantine period. Mm. Uh, and so, another podcaster, Robin Robin Pierce, um, started the history of Byzantium, and uh, and he was heavily influenced by Michael Duncan. He he even states in his his first episode that you know he his intention was to continue where Michael Duncan left off. So, so I'm listening to that. That's those episodes come out typically on a weekly basis. Mm. Uh, There's two other history podcasts that I listen to. Um, There's, I listen to the civil war podcast, um, which is a history of the civil war. And it's done by this husband and wife team. The, the husband has a northern mm. accent and the wife has a southern accent and they sort of switch back and forth. Um, and, and currently they're they're in the Battle of Gettysburg. So I don't know if you're interested in that. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds to me like I, I, I'd rather just watch a movie if I'm ever interested in any of those topics. <laughs> but uh, do they read like letters from soldiers to their wives or what are they actually – yeah. Were they just talking to each other in two different characters, or what is the, I guess, framework or format? So they, because the, the, yeah. So they explain the the narrative, you know, the the historical narrative, you know, what's going on at this point. They do read mm-hmm. letters that were written, you know, from various people. That's cool. Okay. Uh, they do. They're. I think they're both. Uh, professional historians, or they have to, uh. master's degrees in in history. Yep, and, and so they know how to, they know the procedure behind you know historical research, whatever that is, and uh, yeah, and so have you ever seen um, like World War Two in color, like the documentary or anything like that? Um, it's a TV show. It's not a podcast. Okay, I might have seen just... a little bit of it. So, well, with any documentary about history, usually they do timeline so for example like let's say a war or something they'll do you know this is what happened on this side of um you know one force and this is what's concurrently also happening on the other side and this is what that let's say general or certain force is thinking and so that's that to me that is what's intriguing mm-hmm. uh so you can tell you know on certain battlefronts or on a certain scale what people were kind of somewhat analyzing each other to determine you know how they could win uh, the battle or, or whatnot mm-hmm. and so that when i watch those documentaries you know the ones that the ones that uh, intrigues me to keep watching versus turning away are, are are the format and the framework is like that so it's not always just this is the timeline and this is what happened it's just you know to me it's exa- exhausting and i i just turn away <laughs> but it sounds like that's what they do is uh very very interesting perhaps i'll uh and what was the title again of that podcast? Uh, the Civil War podcast. Now, does it end like some of the other podcasts you already liked? Well, it's currently ongoing. Um, mm. Yeah, they'll. I, I assume they'll go through the end of the Civil War and possibly into Reconstruction, but um, they're not. Yeah. They're not there yet. They're at the Battle of Gettysburg. Wow, sounds like they're very detailed. Yeah, I mean, I uh, think they're on like part. 10 of the just the battle of gettysburg wow so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't think that's a podcast for me that yeah. i mean uh, to a certain extent i like detail but christ that's uh that's super focus in on certain uh, aspect and this is just um, the free version too apparently you can if you support mm, them mm-hmm. then there's there's a whole other slew of episodes that they do just for the people who pay money yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean i right now i think they're on 
episode 300 or something, you know, close to the, between mm. 200 and 300, but there's wow. several hundred other episodes that if you support that's, them, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> I guess if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if you're like a historian PhD and, and then, yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense, but, uh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like things that kind of just more broader and have more impact, I suppose, or direct impact to certain things I'm trying to understand in the economy or anything like that. Uh, but history, I guess I like the things that ends more, like the uh, certain shows or TVs or movies, and just give me, you know, give, give me the quick synopsis or the dramatic you know, story behind certain things. But as far as like actually going through history, um, I don't think that was ever my thing. And it, so- but- it sounds like you don't want to be uh, on the hook or compelled to listen to something on an ongoing basis. You want to dip into I, it when you when you have the time, but if yeah, but you don't yeah. you don't want to take on the like burden an anthology of, of listening. Yeah, yeah. Now this what's funny is on the podcast format that doesn't work, but on a TV show format it totally works for me. Like you know my my psychology or because maybe I'm a very visual person, um, I don't like things that are anthology. So there's a lot of um, TV show recently. Um, uh, very anthology based. What do you mean so by that? So kind of like the anthology is like the Twilight Zone. I don't know if you've ever seen Twilight Zone. Yeah. Where 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 there's no backstory. You know, each episode is different. Um, oh, okay. So like Dark Mirror and stuff like that. Yeah, Black Mirror, oh, Black Mirror. Uh, is an anthology. Yeah, <laughs> anthology. So stuff like that don't work for me really well because mm-hmm. I I like to you know consume TV shows kind of like the the same format that you wrote about this um, podcast i need it to be continual uh hmm. and I, I will like certain episode more than i like certain other episode but when i watch tv uh, when i say tv you know it's, it's the new medium with like netflix and subscription and whatnot i, I like them to have a you know a continuum so i can and finish it finish it out uh, almost like um perfectionist or something but it's much easier for me to do that now whereas a podcast i guess i have to find one that uh talk about certain topics i like and they mm-hmm. and you know i can continue to listen to that but um i think my investigation or experience into podcast is very limited uh at this time to uh to you know bring one up that so this is interesting does, does uh, I, like i have a hard time watching tv if i'm not uh either drinking alcohol or uh <laughs> you know doing something else like i can't just mm. sit down and watch it's very hard for me to do that um yep. you know m- mm. like movie theaters i can do that i i, I can sit through a movie um mm. but i'm t- i'm trying to watch uh quentin tarantino's once upon a time in hollywood and i, mm. I can't it's a good movie. I like it, but I just can't get through it. Like I'm watching it in little chunks. Mm. Whereas I haven't seen it either. And Tarantino is very, you know, he's, it, I would say he's very, um, an acquired taste. Yeah. So it's only for certain people. Now I do like some of his other stuff. Well, it doesn't well, mean on, that you on. like I, everything. I was making a point. Yeah. Don't derail my point. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like you, can sit and watch a TV show and fully invest yourself in it, but you can't listen mm-hmm. to a podcast and fully invest yourself to it. It seems like I'm sort of the opposite. Like it's re- well, to be fair, yeah, I, I see. Yeah, I see that point. It's very dynamically opposed. But to be fair, you know, each of us haven't investigated in the other medium that much either, right? So, like, what do you mean? I'm not sure how you even find out about this history podcast unless you were a history buff like yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I have to be bombarded with advertisement before I find out about certain podcasts. And then I'm also judgmental about them before even trying to listen. Whereas uh, for TV show, like let's say you recommend me a TV show, I'll go check it out right now. I'll watch you know, three episodes of it mm-hmm. and then determine immediately, nah, it's not my thing. Whereas uh, for a podcast, you can recommend it to me and then I just never do it. Um, so it's like um, I think the medium itself 
you know, narrow my, uh, my choices or, you know, I guess time as far as like entertainment. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's a different, different, uh, medium to do different things. Yep. Yep. Very interesting. So the other, there's one more history podcast that I listen to, uh, but it, mm. it comes out very infrequently. It's called, um, Dan Carlin's hardcore history. And so he did this right now. He's doing, um, a history of the, the war in the Pacific during World War II. Um, but like his episodes come out like once every four months or so, but the episode mm. itself will be like four hours long. <laughs> and it's just him talking, but he's got, wow. he's got like a, a pretty cool delivery. And I, mm. I don't know. I, I find it, I find it compelling. So he did an, a past series on uh, World War One which I thought was really interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was like, I don't know, maybe six episodes and each one was like three or four hours long. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But he, yeah. he has, he has a way of delivering history that um, is compelling because it's, uh, he, he talks about details that aren't really covered in, in the normal channels that, mm. that people would, uh, he goes into into considerable detail. I don't know. Yeah, it's worth checking out if if you're into. Which, yeah, which you're not. I think, but maybe one of our uh, our audience yeah, members, one of our maybe two Scott, listeners, maybe Scott Barkowitz <laughs> would will listen. <laughs> yeah, I uh, the other ones I listen to, not as uh, dedicated to, are actual also radio shows. But their format, as far as uh, podcasts, make them much more, I would say, um, you know, consume wherever you, whenever you have time kind of format is uh, The Hidden Brain. You ever heard of Hidden Brain before? I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's another one that I really like. And it's very, very closely to Freakonomics, but it's different. Um, and they, again, they do a lot of research. They talk to a lot of different people. Uh, I guess expert in their industry expert in, you know, um, but this is more, much more psychology than economics. Um, it's just a lot of, you know, um, thinking fallacy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, um, it's not, um, you know, um, theme. So it's just ongoing kind of like news, um, radio, um, every, every, every week or every other week is different and new topic. So yeah, no, no background story or anything like that from yeah, one of your other one. Do you listen to anything else other than this history podcast? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the other? Yep. There's a couple of news or news podcasts that I listen to. I listen to NPR politics. I, mm. I listen to five thirty eight politics and, um, mm. This week with George Stephanopoulos is a like it's a it's sort of a podcast yeah. rebroadcast of of the show that they do on Sunday. Okay, is he a new a new caster? Is he a journalist? Stuff. Uh, why do I know that name? So George. he was the chief of staff for Bill Clinton, George Stephanopoulos, and then he uh, Stephanopoulos. I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I guess I he went into uh, into broadcasting after that. Okay. So he was, yeah, he was an, uh, an anchor on TV for a while, and now he's has a podcast, I suppose. No, he interesting. I don't, I don't know that he was an anchor, was he? Yeah, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Oh, okay. He's on a. Well, I don't know how long, but he was an anchor on ABC, Good Morning America, this week. So multiple, multiple shows. He was uh, okay. He was an anchor. Um, so yeah, and then he did. Uh, yeah, them credits. So he but it both, I suppose, one after the other, but interesting. So um is it all news every week or so politics? I mean, yeah, that show is is basically, you know, the big stories in the news for whatever the week was prior. Mm. And uh then they have like a a round table of of oh political cool. pundits that, you know, discuss both both sides, you know, the the left and the right side and uh, what the particular arguments are. Wait, so is he still on TV? Yeah. Okay, so this is just like the auto audio version yeah. then. Would that be fair to say? Okay. Yeah, this week is on Sunday morning. 
Um, gotcha. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, and so, cool. so that's a weekly podcast. Um, daily news um, is covered by NPR Politics, um, mm. which I listen to. And then the five thirty eight politics is is more of a it it's a political talk show, but um, five thirty eight does a lot of polling and statistics, so mm-hmm. um, they sort of take that angle on the whole thing. Is there like a crew or just like one host or no. two hosts that's always running the no the show? There's a crew. There's about mm. I don't know five different people. Mm. And so is it like shorter episode then? Because it kind of just, or is it longer and uh, they debate certain things? Um, you know, it's like a half an hour to an hour. Um, and it it doesn't come out daily. It's it's maybe twice a week, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Are you interested gotcha. in politics, Tim? I do and I, uh, I am not. Uh, so for a long time, my position is, you know, politics is just hawkwash but um i say within the last five to ten years i I started caring a little bit more Mm -hmm. especially with my i want to say almost my generation or possibly even even some younger are you know like people in their 30s and younger you know participating and becoming representative and councilmen and um you know even um uh, people you know being in the house uh, i forgot what they're called representatives Mm -hmm. so uh it changes my framework a little bit and i allowed uh i take a i take a look at issues more because everything is kind of intertwined especially if you listen to like freakonomics there's a lot of politics on the back end that affects uh certain things and so my framework changes uh i know about 538 but i would just you know like go read an article real quick or something like I didn't know they had a podcast, but maybe now it's easier to consume if they, um, if, you know, they have a quick summary. That seems like something I'll probably like. Um, to give you the statistic without you know you doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do that. Actually. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy Nate Silver so who, who's on that podcast that he's pretty well known. And in fact, he, Nate Silver appears on this week with George Stephanopoulos. At mm. providing a uh, statistical update. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool. For entertainment area, do you? Yes. Uh, is it just a history or what else you got? Um, so I listened to Joe Rogan. Are you familiar with Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. not, I mean, he puts out a lot of content. I don't listen to all of his stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like a lot of times he's interviewing um stand-up comedians or mm-hmm. or uh, MMA fighters so I'm not I'm not too interested in, in those although every once in a while if it's a comedian that I know mm-hmm. or you know that I'm interested in then I'll listen yeah. to him. but um, through listening to Joe Rogan I I uh, found two other podcasts that I like um, one is the artificial intelligence podcast, um, and that's hosted by this by a guy named Lex Friedman. And hmm. Lex Friedman was a guest on Joe Rogan, so that's how I, f- I found him. Yeah, and he's an MIT professor, and he's uh, in works in the artificial intelligence realm, and he has a lot of. Um, really interesting guests on his podcast. And a lot of times the science that they're talking about is so over my head that I, Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to understand sometimes, but I just, Mm. I just like listening to people, you know, of that intellectual caliber talking to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe I pick up a little tiny bit, but, but also just, it's, I, I like the back and forth kind of banter and um and yeah yeah that sounds interesting i, I definitely want to i'm gonna listen to that now because this that's the one thing that joe rogan does well is because his podcast is so diverse mm-hmm. um now i don't listen to all the time but i would go on youtube and watch it um and you probably see this in your kids but i would watch i would be on my phone doing stuff like looking for things mm-hmm. while you know like netflix is playing on the background um 
and so it's like that kind of generation where we're just constantly uh you know <laughs> attention is being pulled in multiple ways but yeah that's the thing that joe Paul, uh joe rogan does in regards to a talk show i think his format is more talk show mm-hmm. and so he he has the opportunity to um uh do interviews with almost i would say very random spectrum because he goes from you know like artificial intelligence to you know universal basic income to uh <laughs> mmas and then like ex navy seal people like it's very diverse and so his audience is huge because people like different things right and um mm-hmm. he gets a lot of followers through that because every time we bring on a guest is you know it's somebody unique with a unique experience so that's uh that's really cool yeah, so cool. included in this family of podcasts <laughs> is the mm. the portal by Eric uh, Weinstein, and mm. and actually I had heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast at one point. Eric Weinstein. What is what is the portal about? Eric Weinstein is an MIT professor, I believe, and he's um, into he, he does uh, advanced mathematics. Um, mm. but he, he has, I, I only just started listening to him. So, um, you know, I, I don't have a, a complete feel for his podcast, but he interviewed, mm. he interviews a lot of different types of people, but he has a, he has a unique, um, political, uh, belief, um, that or he pointed out something that that I found kind of interesting and, and didn't hear from any other source, and that is that um, that the baby boomers, that generation, mm-hmm. is uh, like they sort of stolen from the other generations around them, and they're holding on to yep. power, and, and they won't give it up. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of problems with the baby boomers, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess I guess that's cool because I'm looking at his uh, kind of website uh-huh. and it talks about as a blend of uh, science, culture, business, and capitalism. So they basically yeah. uh, covers economics and uh, social uh, social things as well. But he, interesting. He's like a super smart person. So okay, I, I heard him on Joe Rogan. I think. But mm-hmm. but where he caught my eye or ear was when I heard him interviewed by Lex Friedman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he's been on both podcasts, and yeah. and so I guess it reached a critical mass where I was like, oh, I should check out him, and so yeah. I, so I did. So gotcha, cool, cool. Yeah, he's really interesting. Do, do you follow any podcasts for comedians? Because comedians have podcasts now too. Something I learned in the last like three months, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know comedians have podcasts. Uh, and then uh, somehow, like one one comedian to another, and I start like watching it on YouTube versus listening to them. Uh, and then I'll I'll hop around here and there, but I don't I don't uh, I'm not a full fully invested to certain certain shows uh, with podcasts. Yeah, I used you have- I used to listen to uh, Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. Is that the guy with the voice? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, which and it was good, but not good enough to to stay in my regular rotation. So I, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't sound like it, I you know I don't have infinite time to listen <laughs> to podcasts and uh, yeah, and you know some of them have that, so that this could be another topic that we discuss podcasts <laughs> that I stopped listening to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe we. Well, I can tell you right now, podcasts I don't listen to <laughs> are ones where I don't get anything from. So, for example, with with the ones you just already mentioned, uh, you know, I'm probably going to start looking into uh, Lex Freeman or the other gentlemen that talk about artificial intelligence mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more because I'm really intrigued by that stuff. Stuff I don't know, right? Uh, but I follow the same content on YouTube more because a lot of my work is in front of a computer. And so I'm working, you know, sending emails and whatnot, uh, just in front of a computer. And if I take a break, 
I can leave my desk or I can just sit there. And what I do is, you know, typically distract and wanted to know something real quick. I'll, I'll do Google or watch a YouTube video that are very short time frame, mm-hmm. And then I'll go right back to work uh, doing what I need to do. And so it, it's a constant thing with me. And so podcasts for me uh, requires more uh, where I have to, you know, just be dedicated to for that hour um, so for comedians, I do listen to them, but typically I just, uh, stop or leave or not finish even that one single episode, uh, because so far I've come across two, three comedians podcasts and typically it's just about nothing kind of like this show, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this show, I think, you know, to, to our, or my, um, uh, you know, why I would listen to this show. It's, we actually does have a topic every every uh, episode uh for the comedians typically they just rambles about different things i don't know how to describe it it's uh it's just you know hang, it's almost like hanging out with them offset for lack of a better term and just laughing with them about certain things mm-hmm. uh while they're you know crafting their full jokes you can see the behind the scene uh if, if i might say that at least that, that's what it feels to me uh so yeah but um did you stop listening to certain comedians that you liked? Uh, well, yeah. So I, I mentioned Gilbert Gottfried. I, I don't know. The, the, I like stand-up comedians, but I don't know that I want to listen to them on a podcast. Mm. So that – and I'm not sure exactly why that is. I mean, I guess – well, when I'm talking about um, you know, the work that I do, a lot of it, doesn't require my full Mm. attention, which Mm. which is somewhat disappointing. I mean, I would rather be, be doing a job that, you know, Mm -hmm. challenged me in that area. I just, for some reason I fell into what I'm doing now, you know, Mm. but anyway, so I guess I want to listen to podcasts that, that do challenge me intellectually. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably because, I mean, so it sounds like your job does challenge you intellectually or at least requires oh, yeah. your, your attention. Full attention. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's challenging in regards to intellectual. It just, it, it, I just need to be there and pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I'm on the phone a lot and sometimes I'm not. Uh, but you, you have to be for me, at least, you know, fully, fully, you know, invested in, in the time I'm being there. Now that's why I get tired, right? So that I get burnout for, let's say after an hour of work, I have to leave my computer and go downstairs, grab a drink or, you know, just not just check out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically I walk around the building if I was still working in the office or something like that and come back in and, uh, plus coworkers are naturally distracting anyway. So that's, <laughs> um, they distract you from that. So it's a lot of, you know, de-stressing uh, along with the workday, whereas working from home, I have to make sure I, I checked out. And, and then the other problem is if I check out too long, I'm like, I don't want to go back. Yeah. And so that's, you know, your your um, discipline matters a lot. And so for podcasts with uh, with listening on the background, like, yeah, Freakonomic is something I, I won't be able to do it maybe uh, on like a slow day or something or when I'm slowing down myself, but it requires... You know, it sounds like a lot of like the AI uh, podcast that you listen to. It, it's just it's out of my depth a lot. Um, and it's, it's just borderline right there out of my depth because there's a lot of research that I'm just like, wow. Some people actually, you know, that's, that's what they research into. Very interesting stuff. And it's borderline right there. Artificial intelligence, definitely. Uh, there's YouTube YouTubers that... Um, that I watch and they have short versions uh, of certain things I like. So it's not full blown. Uh, now is the Lex Freeman podcast hour long or is it shorter or uh, what's the, it, can, it, I think it's typically an hour, but I think it can go as long as two hours sometimes. Wow. I think okay. it just depends on who he's talking to. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the thing about podcasts. They they don't really need to be a certain length of time. They can yeah. go on and on. And okay, I guess I guess we should go move to this one. Uh, Jordan Peterson. I listen to Jordan Peterson. Do you listen to him? 
I've watched him on YouTube, and I think he burns me out after I forgot why was he's aggressive. After, yeah, I think he was aggressive, and then he is he is he still an active uh, teacher, like a professor of some college somewhere, or, or I think he's just no. a full time lecturer. Like uh, you know, he goes around and gives lectures. The, I, I don't think he. Yeah. He he yes. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So now he does have a, okay. So um, yeah, I think I follow him for a while, and then I think I was linked to something where it was a hundred percent opposed to what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just stopped listening because I'm like, all right, this guy's literally on the same track all the time. It's kind of exhausting. Um, he does. To me. He does retread familiar ground, but uh, like mm. right now on his podcast, um, and they're playing some old lectures that he did. Uh, several years ago, but it, there are lectures on the Bible. So he's, mm. he goes through the book of Genesis, um, mm. which I find really interesting. And, you know, he's a, he's a clinical psychologist. So, and I guess you could say philosopher. And so he takes, he, and scientists, you know, so he, he takes the psych, psychology, philosophy, and uh, scientific standpoint mm-hmm. you know and looking at the bible um because and the you know it's it's easy to say oh the bible or whatever um but it's a you know it's a very very dense and um there's a lot there there's a lot there mm. in the book that you know most people would want to shrug off but but it, it's yeah it, it's really really interesting if you you know uh, to me it is anyway Mm. yeah i think i uh found him found him really interesting and then i think it was on his political stance that's where he lost me and i uh i just kind of left because i was like do you "Uh, remember what specifically he he was talking about i think it was about climate maybe or something but then i just stopped listening because i found you know other things because i was like so i found him on youtube and i think with youtube is you know (laughs) i'm just gonna find somebody else you know like if you're gonna you know have a talk or something and then i haven't seen him with the algorithm i haven't seen him pop up again Mm -hmm. so he might be on another radio show or on another channel but it, it hasn't popped up in my you know typically whatever i'm watching on youtube so uh, with podcasts, it's different, right? Because when you subscribe, it, it alerts you and it tells you there's a new new episode, so you can you can like go into it. Uh, whereas he's he's been sick lately, actually. Mm, he so yeah, I think his yeah, I, it just hasn't popped up as frequently as other things that I consume. So I've been I just to kind of wean off and then eventually kind of forgot about him, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. his wife had cancer. Mm. or still has cancer and apparently he's experiencing a lot of anxiety about that and he was prescribed um some like a beta blocker drug uh i can't mm-hmm. like something like xanax but not xanax and right apparently he tried to wean himself off of it and went through like serious withdrawal mm-hmm. and so he he spent some time in rehab for that. Uh, but for some reason, the American rehab wasn't good enough. So he, he actually went to Russia to, to mm. wean himself off because they per- apparently have some treatment there that, that is not available in the United States. And, mm. and so he's, just in, it, this has been like almost a year and uh, ah, like okay. he's just, yeah. I think he's just now dipping his toe in the water again. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I've come across him, but never realized he has a podcast either. So I never, never fully uh, invest, investigated or invest myself in his podcast. It's just watching a few of his, I guess, uh, YouTube videos. It's good. I mean, he's, then, he's opinionated. He has a, he has a particular style. Um, you know, he's controversial too yeah and, it's uh, i think that's that's the thing that's what turned me off because some of the things he say uh where it's outside your spectrum of expertise mm-hmm. i'm just like all right what, whatever dude like unless you're climate change you know like phd this is not your feel um but 
on psychology, yeah, sure, you know, uh, I'll listen to that. But so I think that's a lot of time, um, like podcasts, unless it's a, uh, yeah, unless you do different topics. Now, when you were listening to him, or you know, since the last time you listened to him, is it basically episodic, or is it different research topics they they talk about? Um, it's it's gen- it's usually like a recording of him speaking before an audience. Giving a mm. giving like a, an hour long lecture. Gotcha. Um, yeah, cool. I, and I guess one more point that I'd like to mention about him, he's he's sort of stands against political correctness, which is something that I definitely agree with because I I find political correctness stifling. Um, mm. You know, I, I I want people to be free to be creative and to you know and and be humorous without the fear that you know they might say something that would offend someone and then mm. you know and so it just creates a climate where people are afraid to say what they truly believe you know and if we can't be truthful then that what kind of world is that yeah makes sense that's my Do 10 you, uh... second rant on political correctness <laughs> do you listen to his um I guess say counterparts or uh, opposing, uh, opposing. I guess opposing. Yeah, people like Sam Harris or Richard Dawkins or anything like that. Well, I don't think they're opposed to him, but um, I, I mm. used to listen to Sam Harris. That's that's in my uh, category of podcasts I, I no longer listen to. And yeah, Sa- same. Sam yeah. Harris just started to annoy me. He's very. Um, I don't in know. the weeds. Well, that's not what annoyed me. It, it's more of his ad- – like the podcasts I start stop listening to, generally I stop listening to them because the people themselves on a personal level annoy me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so Sam Harris yeah. definitely fell in that category. He seems just very judgmental and very dismissive of people who don't agree with him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, listened to one episode and so – you know, I, I try to give people a shot or whatever, but it just, if it's, if it takes you 10 minutes to make a point, I'm like, I'm already gone. You know, if you're going to talk about a certain point that's so minute in the whole debate or whatever, I'm like, okay, you're, I'll just read your book or, you know, write, write an essay and I'll read it or something. It was just too long. There's so many pauses and, um, it just, it's, if, if I cannot hold, if you can't hold my attention, which is why certain podcasts and certain mediums are i'm more attracted to like for example video like youtube or netflix the thing with audio and i want to say you know i don't want to say radio show or podcast but yeah if you drone on or even there's a pause uh, after a second or two it seems very very long (laughs) now in a video format like youtube you can see the facial expression, you can see the eyes and you can tell somebody's thinking or crafting a statement. So they want to be, you know, correct, mm-hmm. but you cannot see that through, through audio. And so when I, yeah, I just, it was like, all right, I'm gone. Uh, and so I think it was only, I can't, I can't express my, um, you know, opinion fair enough because I've only listened to maybe one or a few minutes of his, uh, podcast. Uh, so I, I can't, you know, not recommend or do recommend, but, but, uh, I do know he has one. Yeah, so he's just very into himself and, <laughs> and he's very sure of himself mm-hmm. when he's talking about, you know, philosophy, you know, like, yeah. how can you be sure of that? And, uh, <laughs> and, yep. you know, he's a staunch atheist. Um, yeah. And, That's why and dis- I, I like him. Dismissive of uh, those people who are who are not atheists. So. Right. So there's a spectrum, right? And I think uh, over the time, at first I was attracting because of that, and then Richard Dawkins, and then I actually like comedians now more because there's certain comedians that, or I guess TV man. It's strangely as comedians who actually out themselves more than let's say a movie star. I think they they're afraid of losing audience maybe, or they they're just not. But uh, the two that I like or I think of is Ricky Gervais and Penn Oswalt, uh, who are who are also atheists, but they're not jerks about it. And they well, they don't have, you know, they don't have I don't know if they have podcasts, actually. Uh, I would assume 
somebody does, but they have specials or they have uh, shows and, you know, um, yeah, they, they, they brought it up before in their shows or in their mm, different entertainment uh, mediums. Whereas, uh, whereas Sam Harris is very different flavor of it. And I, I, I tend to agree with you on that. Cause he just, you know, his energy is so <laughs> uninviting. Uh, and so it's just very exhausting for me to like, listen to him even if i find something i agree with he takes way too long to convey it and he's the kind of person that when i hear talking i'm pretty sure they wouldn't like me as a person (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that but what he does is put me to sleep uh and so i'm like all right dude i'm actually trying to be entertained here so this is not the time for that um most of the time I'm, i'm looking for something to stimulate me versus you know um going through a lecture and so that's why it doesn't work but yeah this is no longer subscribe <laughs> so i'd, I'd be yeah. remiss if i didn't add this podcast uh, that i haven't mentioned yet called uh, actualized.org mm. have you ever heard of that nope <laughs> so it it's hosted by this guy leo gara g-u-a-r-a mm-hmm. and um he's just like a a self uh proclaimed sort of spiritual guru in a sense uh that's a, that's a bad way to describe him um, <laughs> no sounds, sounds exactly correct to me <laughs> oh, you... i mean the the website or the podcast called actualize.org so yeah where else are you going to go with that? But okay. So he, t- he talks a lot about uh, like taking psychedelics and um, meditation and, you know, what is the true nature of God and, you know, all, all these mm-hmm. very uh, esoteric, um, is that the right word? Metaphysical. Metaphysical yeah. uh, topics. Uh, uh, and I've mm. listened to him for several years and it actually, mm. um, it's interesting to see how he uh, progressed over the years because he started out sort of as like a self-help kind of podcast, like, you know, how mm-hmm. to motivate yourself and how to have success and how to get girls and that sort of thing. <laughs> and it's like slowly morphed into this, like, you know, he, <laughs> he's like, uh, become like this awakened Buddha sort of, I mean, it's, it's really, yeah, it, that makes sense though. It's a, I, I don't know. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, he's also kind back. of, an, he's also kind of another person that uh, I get the sense that he wouldn't really like me if he met me in person. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a lot of like, double projection and not only do you project uh, you know what you think you think the other person i'm like no i i never do that because i'm like there's no way i know what someone else is thinking sure now you can guess you can guesstimate it right there's a good right. chance that you'll be correct because you know you can guesstimate their person but yeah that's like double double step projection uh, i just stop it like how i feel about somebody I don't, and then i stop right there i don't do I that don't, next step yeah i don't have the ability to not stop <laughs> You can blame that on yeah. my parents. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, yeah, I don't know if I listen to any podcasts or even in that spectrum. I think um, psychology come pretty close to some of that stuff. But uh, no, like I said, I, I just consume media different. And so it's not uh, – it doesn't come across. Didn't have never heard of that. Well, but I'm glad you're – That's the magic of you know, our podcast. You know, we're like uh, the odd couple, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and I together, you know, when we combine, we come up with something that neither one of us would come up with on our own. Yeah, because the thing is, we're not pigeonholed. That's it. I was thinking about this last, you know, the other when we were, <clears throat> I guess, prepping for this. I was researching, and realized what's unique is kind of like the comedians and uh, you know where they interview hosts and they talk about their their life. I suppose uh, because we are not pigeonholed in certain. Um, genre so to speak mm-hmm. if podcasts are like music and music have genre then we're not pigeonhole that way and so the you know the benefit of that is that we can we can go anywhere with any topic and 
you know, eventually maybe have a, a guest and interview or whatnot, but it doesn't pigeonhole in that in that way, and so it can be, you know, a variety show, so to speak. But, uh, I do like that one one function of it. Yeah. But then I guess we get into the territory of so why would anyone want to listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> why would I, why would people want to watch your, uh, uh, Seinfeld? You know, when it came out, the first few years actually did really bad, oh, but um, it sucked. I, I, I only liked Seinfeld like in the, the last three or yes. four seasons, maybe something. Yeah, like that. season six to nine, I think, starting being way funnier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe the writing just got better. I th- uh, well, so, yeah, so- Larry David left at one point, and then mm. um, I think they stopped trying to like be so observational in their humor like here's a here's a funny aspect of real life that you know nobody talks about <laughs> and then they just started like getting into crazy situations which yes was more because george as a character get into all these crazy situation that because now you know him as a character or you know you kind of root for him to succeed knowing that he'll fail i don't know it's very interesting and very funny because he he does crazy stuff I, uh that <laughs> I, I love the episode where uh, kramer got the merv griffin set in his, his apartment did you ever see that one what is uh no i don't remember oh. uh, what is that is that like a, a whole tv show inside his apartment so merv griffin was this talk show host from the 1970s <laughs> oh yeah and then when people come visit him they had to yeah. like he interview them so he found the the they broke the broken down set like in a in a mm. garbage bin and like a dumpster <laughs> and so he brought it up to his apartment and reconstructed it in his living room and so yeah when people came into his apartment he would interview them like as if they were a oh. guest on the show <laughs> no i think that was that must have been right. Yeah, I, it's one of those episodes that I missed because I remember. You've got, you know, if you haven't seen got, that like, one, see it. Mm, he has a um, a bathtub in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. He got hot tub. you know hot tub. Yeah, and so it's like I think it was maybe right before or after that. But uh, no, yeah, it's just stuff like that. I think it's way more funnier. It's okay. We'll figure out what our niche is, I suppose. Yeah. And we'll we'll hone in on it uh, as we go along. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we just yep. we just completed an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, a minute on <laughs> on free speaking or whatever that function was. I forget. But yeah, I want to bring up uh, when you were talking about um, <clears throat> the podcast about self actualized dot org. I want to bring up uh, Fernarm Street again because. Uh, What's it called? I went through Fernarm Street, the the website. Fernarm Street. I linked Street? it. Yeah, I linked it to you on on uh, on Teams. Can you spell so it you for can, our audience? F A R N A M. So, was the last episode I, I brought it up as well. Um, and so I went through a phase where I read everything under the sun, and it was before podcasts came out with self help and all that stuff. And so I went through. Instead of podcasts, I went through you know YouTube videos or um, or books about some of that stuff, and then coming out on the other end, it's not something you finish, but it just now that you went through a lot of the things repeat when you listen to it again is the same core principle. Mm-hmm. What I like about Far Arm Street is they take that and they distill it to a core concept, right? And so once you understand the concept. You don't get burnout per se, but you once you understand a concept, you don't necessarily sign up again and fully invest yourself to certain things. And that's um, yeah, I just I just thought of that when I was listening to this guy because obviously for most uh, I guess uh, writers or podcaster or whatever they are, eventually it is a business. Uh, you do want to keep going, and so that makes <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because. At some point, you have to be finished, mm-hmm. but as a concept, stuff like that, you, you want to keep going. And then there's really nowhere else to go except, you know, sign sign more, sign more up to more class or purchase more things from me, kind of. <laughs> it's kind of like the end goal so uh, or I, end point. I also went through a, a self-help phase. Um, maybe that can mm. be a topic for, for the next episode. Self-help yeah. stuff. 
Hey, what have you self-help books? What have you read in, in that area? Oof, my God. Tony uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. I think I've read have I read anything with Tony Robbins? I think my Oh god, I can't even believe uh Jim Rohn. R O H N. So I'm a big Jim Rohn fan. Hmm. Uh went through a phase where I read his books. Uh all the other ones that you can think of. Think and grow you know, rich. Seven, have you read that? Yep, Think and Grow Rich, Seven Habits. Uh yep, I've heard that some too. of it I some of it I still have. But it just once you kind of understand the concept, you're like, oh yeah, this is what it was, and then yeah, they overlap. Okay, they definitely overlap. Yeah, I think we can maybe talk about the books uh, for the next one or things yeah. things that we like from certain ones. Let's do that. Cool, cool. All right, well, this is our episode about podcast, <laughs> or at least <laughs> I think it's gonna be an episode one. We'll have to revisit, uh, you know, maybe next year or next six months as to. Uh, any other podcasts people should know about or you know where we went from here oh yeah i think this be it's constantly be involved the the list that i listen yeah. to is constantly evolving so yeah it'll be a good uh revi- re- topic to revisit but uh, absolutely all right we'll want to sign off you shout out to anybody out there <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do it every time you know Tang- we have guests and it's like do you want to shout out anybody Tang, do you have anything to plug no, no, no plugging at us at this point. <laughs> Just uh, keep listening and keep sharing our stuff. Thank you for, uh, you know, visiting us wherever you find us. And uh, look forward to uh, reconnecting next time. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Tang here with the Epic Meta Podcast team. Thank you so much for listening. Did you listen to the whole episode? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Were there things that we missed? Were there topics you would like for us to dive deeper into? And of course, what other topics should we discuss in the future? If you have any of these thoughts or comments, please share with us what you think and how you feel regarding the current episode and of course, uh, other ideas that you might have for future episodes below. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be good and be well. 